When I was a little girl, I never felt like I belonged. Like, no matter where I would see myself or put myself into, never quite fit in. All I felt was people pushing me away. People I got close to would either leave me, betray me, and just forget I was even there. Still cared for them, which is odd considering how they felt about me. I never quite fit in the way I felt I should. As a result, I became a strange shape, metaphorically, to constantly protect myself from getting hurt again. People say often, especially nowadays, that I wear my heart on my sleeve. I can't help it. Sometimes I feel like a part of me is missing, and it's so close, I can almost reach it, taste it, feel it, but it's, it's like a block. It's not there anymore. I feel lost. I feel confused. And all in all, I'm broken. And we are live. <laughs> Fuck. Hello, everyone. And welcome to episode, what is this, 32? 30? No, this is 33. 33? 33.1. <laughs> yeah, this is episode 33 of Dice Drop. And you may notice a lack of voices here because we I am here with Allie. That's me. That's it. That's it. Because where we left off last time, you guys had entered battle against the Dreamweavers, the rogue Dreamweavers. And Dimitri had sent you into your own dreamscapes. So we will be doing one each for Allie, Elena, and Kyle. And then we will return for the final boss battle of the dreamscape. Get me out of here, baby. <laughs> I hate it in here and I want to go home. <laughs> I'm not sure you want to do that, but okay. Alright. So. River. Hi. Hi. How you doing? Uh, not well. <laughs> I see. I see. Well, let me tell you. You're in a dark void. Mmm. Familiar. Familiar. <laughs> there's, there's nothing there. You suddenly feel a tug. Like pulling your, pulling, it's like a uh, rope is attached to your chest and pulling you forward. Okay, motherfucker, you can just ask. Just say please and I'll get up. You see a thin purple thread. Mm-hmm. Luminous thread leading you forward. <laughs> River just, like, gets up and slowly starts just, like, walking with it, I guess. Mm-hmm. You walk... You walk for for a while. It's always a while. It's always a long walk with these fucks. 
Joy Rivera Hadley. Dark, creepy voice. What is it that you fear? I mean, you're the dream weaver here, buddy. If you can't figure that out, you're pretty goddamn bad at your job, huh? Oh, I've already figured it out. What's your name, buddy boy? <laughs> Let's get to know one, one another, huh? Yes. Let's. Let's start with you, shall we? Tell me. How is your boyfriend doing? I assume pretty well. I saw him. He looks hotter, so that's good for me, right? You see Rodney appear in front of you. Mm Mm-hmm. Looking very much the same as he did in the dream that you visited. Mm Mm-hmm. A lot leaner, more muscular, his hair a Mm -hmm. little longer, unshaven. Dark circles under his eyes. River just looks up saying, yeah, I told him he needs to take more. <laughs> he needs to sleep more. Notice that? He needs to sleep a little bit. Yes. Perhaps a permanent one. Um, fuck you. I have already awoken him from such a sleep. So if you try it again, I will fuck you up. You see... A cloaked man up here very thin under the robes you see his skeletal face uh barely any muscle there it's mostly bone and skin uh gray hair and gray eyes as he walks toward rodney hey motherfucker don't touch that it's not yours you shouldn't touch things that are yours they're not yours i can't speak Don't do that. (laughs) He grabs hold of Rodney's jaw. Such a pretty face. Yeah, I agree. Stop touching it. Hmm. He pats Rodney's cheek. So, you fear losing this one, do you? I've already lost him. And I've already made a promise to the world that if I lose him again... This world and the next will burn. Do you really want to try me? Yes. I think I do. He snaps his fingers and you see flames erupt from Rodney. You hear an ear-shattering scream of pain from Rodney. River uh, extends her arm and immediately goes to give the guy a seizure. (laughs) Okay, I need you to give me a grapple check, which is, yes. I got an 18. Okay. You do grab him. And, uh, okay. Uh, you do see his body tense up for a second. Mm. He falls. Mm-hmm. Disappears for a moment. You still see Rodney burning. Do I know? I, I know it's not the real Rodney, right? Do you want me to take, do a 
a will save or something to know? Give me a will save. Okay. Alright, that was another 18. Okay. Yeah, it's it's pretty easy to know that this is not the real Rodney. Is there anything I can do to turn this black void around into uh, something that's a little bit more familiar to me to take the kind of nightmare escape to my own terms? Okay. Um, give me... Give me an intellect check. That was a 14? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, seeing the seeing Rodney in flames, realizing he's not really there, you do feel you have a little bit, you've gained a little bit of agency in this world. Mm-hmm. Especially considering you, uh, you, Remy, and Oswald have been trying for a few days. Um, what do you want to try to turn this into? I'm going to try and turn it into the orphanage that River was in before she was put into all her foster homes. But I want to be abandoned. I don't want anyone there. I want to be like one of those dark, creepy horror movies and it just be an abandoned orphanage. If I can, if I need to do another role for this once I'm actually in my escape, if I could have little creepy children giggling and laughing every so often, that would be fun. (laughs) Okay. So, the darkness dissipates. And suddenly you're standing in the familiar foyer of the orphanage where you remember growing up. You see a staircase leading upwards to the second floor. You see a living room not far away, kind of where you you all hung out. Um, You see a dining room, a kitchen that you remember scrubbing weekly if not daily um but everything looks no lights are on it's very dark um everything is tinged in like blues and violets Uh, a thick layer of dust is over everything and you do hear every so often just a slight (laughs) And River's just like, hmm, beautiful. (laughs) And you do see the Dreamweaver kneeling in front of you a few, like, about 20 feet away. He's down the hall a little bit, and -hmm. he does get to his feet. River starts getting closer to him. She's like, now you're in my house, bitch. Good luck. Oh, really? He rushes you. Uh, can I dodge? Uh, Would it be parry or dodge? Uh, he is going to make an attack. Oh, fun! And that is a 20. For a dodge, or do I have to... Is it for my parry or for my dodge? Because my parry is a 23, my dodge is an 18. It would be a parry because it's close combat. Okay, so he missed. Yes. 
Uh, basically, he l- runs at you, tries to get a hold of you, misses. Uh, you manage to sidestep out of the way. All right. What are you doing? Well, calm down there, Grandpa. We haven't, we haven't even had fun yet. Um, she kind of... How much of a control do I have over this space? You feel like you have a little bit of control, but you are fighting for it. Okay. If I'm gonna, I know I'm gonna have to do another check on this, but I kind of want to shift him into an empty room in the orphanage, preferably like one of River's old rooms that she used to share with like twelve other kids, and just like lock him in there with no rooms and just have like a pounding amount of just children laughter just in his ears. Okay. Um, I need you give me an intellect check. Okay. That was a natural 20. Okay. And he does not get a natural 20. (laughs) So... You send him flying upwards, up the stairs, and suddenly you are, he is in a room lined with beds on either side, kind of like an Annie. Yeah. The giggling of children get louder (laughs) and louder, more frequent. He goes for the door, but he just can't. Okay. You think this is funny, Joey? <laughs> I hear it, right? Yes. Actually, yeah, I think it's pretty hysterical. I need you to give me another intellect check. Okay. Fifteen. He got a 19 on die. God damn. So he regains control. (laughs) The giggling children stop. We're just because I feel like we're playing with each other here. It's weird. Don't like that. Mm. (laughs) So you're still in the foyer. Mm hmm. The laughing stops. Mm hmm. The lights come on. Mm hmm. The scene changes ever so slightly, so it looks a little bit more homey. The dust disappears, and suddenly you're about three, four years old. (laughs) I'm small. (laughs) Why am I small? (laughs) Hey, motherfucker! Why am I small? You asked for this. (laughs) You hear a voice come from the kitchen area. River, we don't use that kind of language here. You don't motherfucking call me River yet. (laughs) Joy, we don't use that kind of language here. Yes, we do. Literally every day. Well, assholes keep running around screaming it. I don't know what you're talking about, darling. And around the corner, 
comes a woman holding like a mixing bowl, a wooden spoon. And you you see she has blonde hair, blue eyes, a heart-shaped face, a beautiful like sundress, walking barefoot. There is a tinge in the back of your mind. You know this woman, but you don't know where. This is not the woman who ran the orphanage. Why? Why do I know you? Why? I don't like being this small. I'm already small. Well, of course you know me, dear. I'm your mother. I'm gonna throw up. (laughs) It's gonna be all over your bare feet, you motherfucker. Please don't ever say that again. But I am, Rip. But I am, Joy. Come on, you want to help me make cookies? No, because my cookies are 100% better than yours. And I really don't like being this small. I want to be my other small. That small's fine. Wherever do you think you learned it from, dear? I don't know. Probably the other kids in the lower district. You know, the ones you made me grow up with. That was fun. There are no children except for your brother. My brother? What brother? I don't have a brother. At that moment, you hear the door open. And you see... You hear small footsteps, small but very quick, run through the door and into the house. Uh, He's a little taller than you. Very thin. uh, Short-ish blonde hair. Blue eyes. Why do you look familiar? Mom, mom, I won. I won. Can you believe it? And he runs over and gives your mother a hug. Who the fuck is this? (laughs) Uh, You hear another set of footsteps come through the door. I don't need more. I'm already stressed. I'm in a three-year-old body stressed. (laughs) And you see a tall, uh, thin man walk through the door, uh, dressed kind of a button-down shirt, slacks, loafers, uh, his hair slightly longer, uh, hint of a five o'clock shadow on his beard, on his, uh, jaw dark hair and an odd shade and an oddly colored uh, irises. They look kind of violet. They're like, oh no, you're the sperm donor. I was made because of you. You also see in his hand, he's holding a trophy. And at the top of the trophy is an archer. River turns around to, to her mother in quotation marks and goes, You named us Robin and Joy? That's the world's worst fucking candy bar! <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> the young boy turns to you. Well, my name's better than yours. 
sticks out his tongue and runs away. You wanna know what's sad? He doesn't change. <laughs> He's still the same. How much bacon did you give him as a child? Is it a coping thing? <laughs> You're acting very odd, Joy. Why the Are fuck you did okay? you Joy? No, I'm not okay. <laughs> I found out I had a brother. I'm freaking out a little bit. You guys are weird. I don't like that. Why is she in a sundress looking happy as fuck? She put both of us in an orphanage. Actually, I don't even know where Robin was or Hood. Uh, tiny Hood. Little Hood. So small. Um, <laughs> where? You guys are awful parents. What the fuck? <laughs> River sits on the floor. <laughs> Tiny River sits on the floor. <laughs> As you sit on the floor, you notice that you grow back to normal size. River's just like, what the fuck, guys? I mean, what the- Oh, I'm my normal self again. That's chill. I didn't like being tiny. Um, What the fuck? I have a brother? Oh. This is the life you could have had. I don't think it is. I think there's something a little bit wrong with that entire situation, don't you think, my man? I mean, Robin's my brother. Hood's my brother? That's weird as fuck. And that makes very, sense, actually. Very actually deep trying. within your memories, yes. You have a brother. Oh, no. Hood's gonna beat up Rodney. <laughs> Yes. <clears throat> this is the life you could have had. I don't... I don't think it is, though. I think all the variables were against me to have a life like this, but thanks for telling me that the guy I've been hanging out with for the past few months was actually my brother. That's kind of chill. Well, yes. I'm having a mild panic attack, but I'm, I'm keeping it in. Instead, the life you got... Was a shit show. He snaps his fingers and you're small again. Oh, god damn it, I hate this. <laughs> that was shit. This time you're about five, six years old. Alright, well, if I'm six, then I'm in a uh, foster home. No. Oh. You're in a bio bed. Ah. Uh, a what? Strap down. Ex wait, excuse me? I don't like this. <laughs> Go back. I want to be three again. <laughs> and now... You're... Looking around. You see a crowd of people behind glass. Watching, taking notes... You lift your head, and you see a woman, very familiar, as she has been going against you for months now. Astoria. Jeanette Astoria walks over to you. Yeah? Hello, Joy. Hey, bitch, how you doing? Didn't know I repressed this in my memory, that's nice. Oh, you didn't repress it. You think those memories of the orphanage were real? Oh, fuck. 
You think you grew up in an orphanage in foster homes? No. Uh, oh, no. <clears throat> Your memory was altered. Oh, no. You the see, fuck? you see the uh, cloaked man is on the other side of you. He takes a step back as Jeanette begins to move again. Don't worry, dear. This isn't going to hurt for very long. Oh, it's going to hurt for a while. <laughs> she reaches under the bio bed. Oh, hits fuck. a button. Oh, no. Uh-uh. You feel a shock go through your body. I need you to roll a toughness check. Uh-huh. I'm not shaking. You are. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> How does a nine look? <laughs> um, like you just got hit with a bolt of lightning. Ugh, okay, all right, all right. Don't like that. Mm -mm. Yeah, I also need you to give me a will save. Okay, all right, okay, all right. Okay. All right. Well, that was a twenty-five. <laughs> okay. Um, right, so you actually take two points, uh, to your toughness. You need negative two points? Yeah, um, because you did take damage. Yep. You, you settle down, you realize you did not have control of your body for a second. Your back mm -hmm. arched. And you hit that bio bed hard as the shock leaves your system. You're shaking. You don't know what's going on. And the cloaked man steps forward. What did she do to me? What'd she do to me in there? Terrible things. <sighs> Truly terrible. So I was in there with my brother the entire time, and what, she just let me go and kept him? No. He snaps his fingers again. Now you're ten years old. Mm-hmm. And you're running. <clears throat> you look, and you see... You see... Hood closer to how you remember him, but he still looks really young. He's only 11, 12 here. As he's kind of ushering you through the court, through the hallways, you hear footsteps behind you. You hear sirens going off. You both are in, like, hospital scrubs. Mm-hmm. Joy. Yeah? What? Joy, I need you to look at me. Uh-huh. I need you to keep running. All right? What? What, what about you? I can't leave. I, I, I can't leave you here. I can't. You have to. I'm going to hold them off. You need to get out of this place. But I... You're the only one I have. I don't have anybody else. I know. I know. I know. I'll find you. Okay? I I'll find you, I promise. Are, are you sure? I mean... Unless something weird happens, and we just, we don't. It's, it's fine. It's fine. I'll, I'll see you. Y you will meet at the place we discussed, okay? 
All right. Okay. Okay. Uh, is is mom and dad going to be there? What's going on? I don't know. We'll find them. Okay. okay. We'll find. Okay. Them. You have to promise me you'll be fine. You have to promise me she won't get you. I promise. I'm just going to hold them off and I'll be right behind you. Okay. All right. Good luck, big brother. Good luck, Joy. Yeah. He turns around and runs in the opposite direction. You can hear shouts of, Get him! As he turns the corner. Fists balled, tensed up, ready to fight. You turn... You turn a cor- You turn a corner. And you see the hooded man standing there at the in the corridor. Why don't I remember anything about this night? Well, that is another interesting question. He snaps his fingers again. You're still wearing the hospital gown, the hospital attire, but you're sitting in a cloudy, hazy room. Uh, very uh, kind of gypsy-like environment. Um, yeah. And a woman sitting there. And she also looks vaguely familiar to you and you don't know why. Your brother told me to expect you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm here. The woman did terrible things to you, I suspect. Yeah, they... They weren't great. I I imagine they weren't. Don't worry. Don't worry. All of those things are behind you now. And she opens her arms for a hug. River takes the hug. She holds you close. It's warm and comforting. She puts her hand on the back of your head. And suddenly the memories... You feel the memories of Astoria Cybertech slip away. The memories of the orphanage, raised, being raised in an orphanage, foster homes, something more believable, something slightly more cheerful than the torture you went through for many years. The woman disappears. You're sitting in the room, and across from you is the Dreamweaver. So you're just going to show me my tortured past, and that's how you're playing your game right now, motherfucker? Yes. Alright, tight. Um, I have some news for you. <laughs> I've dealt with a string of panic attacks, and I can hold this one down until you're dead. Good. I look forward to a fair fight. The room dissipates. And suddenly you're both back at the orphanage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, the fake orphanage. That's fun. Thanks. <laughs> Facing each other down the corridor where you guys were just a little bit ago. So... Now that you know your past is a lie, you still want to fight? Yeah, because the people I still care about the most are still outside of this hellhole. So I would still very much like to see them, and you're the reason I can't. 
including my brother. <laughs> Interesting. Well, I see you are not going to stay. No, no, probably not. Now, fine. Give me your best shot. Um, okay. River wants to extend her arms and be able to grapple them around his neck and just do her signature move. Okay. He doesn't fight you. Oh. You wrap your arms around his neck and you squeeze. And you squeeze tight. You can see him fighting against it. Like, as as he realizes that he can't breathe. Okay. Fine, Dice. You're like, you fucked with her. No. <laughs> that was a nat one right off the bat. Oh, good. So he claws... At your hand, at your arms, all of a sudden, and you feel his nails digging into your skin, into your elastic skin. While while he's doing that, <clears throat> we're just whispering into his ears, "Hush, little baby, don't say a word. You'll be fine." <laughs> Sleep well, joy. You too, motherfucker. And he slumps. Do you let him go? Yeah. Okay. He slumps over. He slumps to the floor, lifeless. <clears throat> and suddenly, the room lights again. This time, the scene completely changes. You're no longer... It's... Well, no. I'm sorry. I take that back. You're still in what you know it to be the orphanage. Mm-hmm. It's actually the orphanage within Astoria Cybertech, so it's a little bit different, huh? No. No. All right. You feel the memories that you that have been awakened. You look around and you see pictures. Very young very old pictures. You see pictures of yourself at a very young age, about three, four years old, being held by a blonde-haired woman, a tall, dark-haired man. You see two pictures on a mantle, one of you and one of Robin, both very young. You feel a presence behind you as you are looking at the pictures. Do you turn? Yeah, I guess I kind of just cock my head over my shoulder. I don't fully turn. The man you saw earlier, the man you know to be your father, is standing there. Hey, Dad. So, you real? Or are you just living in the dreamscape? <laughs> 
Why can't I be both? So you're real and living in the dreamscape and you're a rogue dreamweaver? Is that what's going on right now? No, no, no. I... I am me. Alright, cool. I'm me too. That doesn't tell me much. Whether you're with me or I am with you. Within your dream or you within mine. And that'd be kind of kind of weird if you're if I'm within your dream because you don't even know how exactly I look right now last time you saw me I was she blows her hand to the floor like real small he looks at you a soft smile on his face you look so much like your mother no I look like you motherfucker (laughs) hood looks like mom you definitely share my features more but you have the fierceness of your mother. Oh, that's cool. She was a bad bitch, wouldn't know. I didn't give you up, River. Not without a fight. Oh, cool. Awesome. At least someone fought for me. That's a first. We did. Believe me, we did. So where exactly are you talking to me from? A little bit confused. I'm not sure. Oh, cool. Awesome. Love that for us. Um, who gave us the mutant abilities? Because obviously you or mom had to be a mutant to, you know, bless me and Robin with these gifts. I'm a little bit more powerful than Robin, by the way. Haha, <laughs> girl power. You watch as your father's eyes glow. Just for a split second. And then mm-hmm. settles again. Ah, well, that makes sense why I'm the more powerful one. Eh, daddy My eyes glow back at him. <laughs> yeah, your eyes glow back. I would give anything to see you and your brother again. Oh, that's cool. What about mom? She just not here. She not care. Like I said, Joy, we fought for you. It's really what? kind of hard to believe, even though I know everything that went on... How did two, an 11-year-old and a 10-year-old running out of a hospital and were able to get out, but you guys weren't? When you have the full force of the military threatening to kill your children, you'll know. But But they weren't threatening to kill you, even though you're pretty obviously one of us, one of us. I've kept my abilities secret for a long time. (laughs) Oh, good for you. Mine came randomly. I am no longer in Eden. Yeah, that makes sense. That tracks, I believe that. They sent me somewhere... far away. Oh. Oh, okay. What about Mom? Is she with you? Your mother, you you see a tear roll down his cheek. Mom gone? Yeah. All right. I'm sorry if I'm not having much of a reaction to this, and you probably think I'm such a selfish bitch right now, but I've spent most of my life believing 
that you guys gave me up to the lower district. So it's kind of hard to have some feeling about it. That's understandable. It's been almost 15 years since you were taken. Hmm. Well, if you want to catch up, uh, I started smoking at I don't even know what age now because now all of those memories are coming back. I guess it was still around 12, huh? Because I got out of there at 10. So I started smoking out there to cope with panic attacks because someone told me, I don't even know if it was a foster home anymore. It could be fucking anything. I don't know anything anymore. It was just like, this is cheaper than therapy. And I went with it. I'm very good at fixing cars. I'm also very good at racing cars. And I have very bad taste in men except for my current boyfriend. So, that's my life. I can feel myself being pulled away. Alright, cool. Well, I guess I'll see you when I see you, Dad. Yeah. He starts to walk toward the door. He turns back, kind of looking over his shoulder. I know you don't want to hear this. But I do love you, Joy. Mm-hmm. You're right, I don't want to hear it. See you later. He walks out the door. And the dream fades. And that is where we're gonna call your part of this episode of this battle. Alright, cool. Thanks, James. Thanks for fucking me up. 